Please sit comfortably, everyone. And good evening. Uh, just a few words from me tonight. Um, in some ways, it follows on from the talk I gave last week, where I was describing Zen meditation as purposeless awareness. Mm-hmm. Funny, isn't it? As soon as you turn something into a definition, it's not that at all. (laughs) Anyway, in terms of words, it comes close to describing what this practice is about. But if you take that up, um, that what we're doing is purposeless awareness, um, it's often very hard for human beings to not have a purpose in what they do. And uh, Chokram Trumpa. Um, made a very a very clear, direct statement about practice many years ago when he said uh, the ego wants to become spiritual mm-hmm. and uh, because it has a purpose, the ego, it takes itself very, very seriously and it wants to improve on itself and so if you break down the ego self wants to become spiritual, well the ego self wants to become Um, compassionate and it wants to become wise and it wants to attain emptiness and it wants to attain enlightenment Mm -hmm. but it's creating a purpose out of something which is actually purposeless and um, um, sometimes people come in and see me after they've been practicing for many years and tell me that just a very sort of consistent sense of contentment that they have in their life. And, um, um, but you, when, you, when you experience that sort of fairly consistent contentment, if you were to ask yourself seriously, well, what did I attain? Well, nothing. <laughs> no? Because the contentment comes when you realise that there's nothing to attain. Mm-hmm. That's where the, the very, not just circumstantial contentment, but a real deep inner contentment comes, where you've been, you've been searching and trying to find something or make a meaning out of something or become better or whatever. And through Zen practice, it's not as though you actually reach that goal, like you had the strong purpose and you reached the goal. It doesn't work like that. It's like you've been striving for that all the time, and it's through, it's like you needed to go through the striving because that's the kind of, that's what was driving you. But you go through the striving and you realise um, there wasn't anything to attain. <laughs> Not because you attained it. Because if you attained something, you could lose it again, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. And then you'd be worried about that or be superior about it, whatever. Um, contentment doesn't come um, from being purposeful and reaching a goal. So that what we come back to in this practice all the time is that we just turn up to be present and we just turn up to just sit. And that's why shikantaza is such a wonderful, simple practice. Um, and as Dogen says in one of those readings about um, the practice of meditation, we, we overlook how how important it is and how powerful it is because it is so simple. We're always looking for something more co- complex or elaborate. 
And then instead of doing meditation, we end up doing mental gymnastics. There's a lot of mental gymnastics out there in the marketplace. We're not doing the right one, you should do this one and then you'll you'll get it. But it's not mental gymnastics, it's just turning up to be and and seeing more clearly um, that the practice is purposeless because it's nothing to attain. But don't believe me, it says that in the Heart Sutra, no wisdom, no attainment, it says it over and over again. In other words, it's talking about not the concept of emptiness but the experience of emptiness. And as we become... Emptiness is not something strange or weird. It's something... We, we experience emptiness. Um, experience it now. It's when we enter into a, a non-conceptual way of being in the world and relating to the world. So we're always in and out of that experience. Not just something we get to. Um, but the more that we practice and the more we touch that non-conceptual empty realm where nothing's compared and nothing is gained and lost and the more we touch base with just the the ongoing transience of each moment and the momentariness of existence um, then we're not far away from humour mm-hmm we kind of see that all of our striving to do something is kind of just a big joke in a way. And and it's just the, the, you know, our our self taking itself so seriously that it's got to to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the the Lojong um, uh, sayings in Norman Fisher's book um, is uh, always maintain a sense of joy and a sense of humour. Now that might sound like it's, you know, one of those positive psychology, you know, be happy, don't worry type of slogans. But it's not, it's not really meant like that. If we're really truly in touch with recognising the sense of emptiness in everything and the sense of transience in everything, then actually humour is not that far from the surface. It's very, very close at hand. Um, and we become at ease in living in a really crazy kind of world, craziness. Mm-hmm. And it's very important. It's a very important slogan because as we practice, um, and we we see, we create not just a self compassion in in the way that we practice, but a self honesty. <coughs> and there are things that we see in ourselves that we are really quite unpleasant truths at times. You know, we see that we're we're mean, you know, or we're small-minded, or we're holding on to resentment, whatever it is. And if you're close to that sense of joy and, and humour and the emptiness of everything, then instead of being really down on yourself, or dishonest with yourself too, you just see it for what it is, and it's kind of like, well, it's kind of, it's funny in a way, that you, your mind would be so tricky. You know, it gets up to these devious little tricks, you know, and wants to hang on to things and be prideful about spiritual progress and so on. And um, 
But you just you just see into that, and it's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of funny you see yourself doing it. And if you if you practice in that way, you practice with a, a really um, light-hearted spirit, and you tend to lighten up. So so in summary, really, is that um, to be caught in the self-centered dream and then to wake up from it is really another way of saying that we all take ourselves far too seriously and through the practice we lighten up because we realise there's not a self to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. That is, that's, that's the awakening experience. Mm-hmm. Not containing of anything. Even with compassion, you know, we, we make a project out of becoming a more compassionate person. Um, but in a way, we, we miss the point because as um, one of the koans in our koan collection reminds us um, is that is what is compassion? In simple terms, is one of the questions a monk asks a teacher. And he says it's like reaching for a pillow in the night. It's just something you do naturally. Mm-hmm. Being just this moment, compassion's way, is just something you do naturally. If you try to be compassionate, you probably become too sentimental. Mm-hmm. And then you trip over yourself trying to help other people, mm-hmm. rather than just allowing, allowing it to emerge where it needs to, according to the circumstances. So that's a good thing for me to remind myself of, don't take myself too seriously. (laughs) 